This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. It is. The snow has fallen and we have risen. I'm about to say risen from the grave. I was going to try to make a Jesus. Uh, ah, I wasn't. <laughs> but then I realised, oh, let's stay away from that. Um, welcome. Welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. My name is Dave and the man you can also hear is Rich. And he yeah. has had a wonderful day today. I have. He's going to tell us all about it. Because it sounds brilliant. I've been to my son's nativity play. It was which was really, really cute. Apart from the fact you've seen a hilarious six foot twenty odd stone man sat on a tiny, tiny chair. <laughs> I wish I saw it. You just look at the chair and go, seriously? I was like, I'm gonna need two. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get up afterwards? Slowly and with much complaining. Oh, did you let <laughs> Cause my else, knees like, are buggered? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, it was it was hard to get up. Yeah, so I'm I'm six foot six, and I think the chair was probably about five inches off the ground. So, <laughs> so I may as well have just squatted. <laughs> what was your son in the nativity? He was a reindeer. Okay. Okay, Rich. It wasn't a nativity. It was just there, like. It was the night before Christmas, actually. I should have oh, said that. It okay. wasn't a nativity play. That makes more sense because yeah. the nativity plays are getting more and more mental, as as I've found out yes. the last few There weren't years. any lobster or anything like that in this one. Or, or hey, mum, I'm a rock. <laughs> rock. <laughs> what do you do? I just stand there. Do you remember what you were in your nativity play? Do you remember that by any chance? <sighs> Not a clue, mate. Not a clue. I was in keeper number two. Ah, number two, number two, yeah. two innkeepers. Yeah. No, there was yeah. three, wasn't there? No. Two said no. One said yes. Oh, was there? Our, right. Well, in our story, was ours. <laughs> one said no. Room. <laughs> they all said no. That's why he was born in a stable. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> oh. Well. <laughs> no, surely one of them said yes, but all I've got is this. I, I'm pretty sure there was no room at the inn. I think that's the yeah, whole yeah, point. Yeah, well, they didn't just go. Oh, let's find a stable. I'm pretty sure an innkeeper went. I've got no room inside. A kindly a innkeeper went, yeah, have your baby in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I think that's what happens. <laughs> they didn't just like go scuttle around the back of the buildings and go, let's see what we can find, did they? Scuttle? Yeah. <laughs> Undercover. Okay. Anyway. If there are any Christians are listening, I'm really fucking sorry. <laughs> yeah, drop a curse in there as well, that really. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll, that'll ease things over, smooth things over, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus is great. Um <laughs> <laughs> and so is everyone else any yeah, religion you're yeah. all wonderful I was I was thinking about um, being a rock in the nativity yep because in the film we're going to do today oh our, our protagonist and his best mate disguise themselves as a rock what a link okay what are we doing <laughs> we are doing the Lord of the Rings the two towers because it's the 20th anniversary the 20th year anniversary released old. on the 11th of December 2002 it had its London premiere so I yeah 20 years mate wow wow old man I don't think like this is like only a few years ago not because the, the, the film still I think holds up but because I, I'm in denial that I'm <laughs> I'm not that old yet this is one of the movies the very very few movies that I saw more than once in the cinema Ditto, me too. But I don't do that, Dave. You you go back and see movies sometimes in the, the cinema, and I very, very rarely will I watch a, cin- a movie more than once in the cinema. Did you watch the first one in the cinema more than once? No, I saw the first one once, and I watched this one, I think, three times. Wow, three yeah. times. Yeah. I think I did it three times as well. <laughs> and was it like straight to the cinema? Were you really excited? Did you like I wa- yeah, the I first watched the one? theatrical release on the first couple of days that it came out. I don't think it was the actual the premiere, but it might have been. So yeah, the first few days it came out, I watched the first one, and then... Then I went and watched it with a girl, I think. Oh. And then I went and watched the extended version. Well, the extended the version didn't come out until like six months later, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was later, later yeah. And, but you saw that in the cinema as well, the Yeah, because there was a special showing of it. Um, so jealous. I've never seen the extended I th- ones. I on. think that was just before uni, wasn't it? Was... Yes, I think so. Yeah. I, me- I remember me and our mutual friend, Matt Hyman, always buying the extended editions together uh, and then booking the day off and ordering as much pizza as we can and then watching it. Nice. You and the lads bought me the extended versions of The Lord of the Rings, the trilogy for my birthday one year. Oh, And I still best. have it to this day. They're great DVDs. <laughs> like, I mean, the DVDs. extras on those, on those things are just absolutely incredible because the, mm. the craftsmanship. And they're all nicely bound movies. and look like Ooh. books. So they've got, I've got them on bookshelves with my books because they look so cool. I own The Lord of the Rings a lot because I've got the... I did have theatrical somewhere. Then I've got the extendeds. And then I also, they released these box sets with like a little statue as well. And I've got the free editions of that, that never been opened. Then I've got them also on Blu-ray, only extended Blu-rays. And now I'm hunting them out for the 4K. But I keep hearing there's like these mm. better editions are coming out. So I'm like, okay, I'll wait for that and see what will come in. But I, yeah, I definitely need them in my life to look better yeah. and... Oh, 4K and UHD and <laughs> whatever I, I can get I a hand just on. watched the bog standard theatrical release for this episode. That is exactly because we're celebrating the edition that was released 20 years ago. 20 years ago, man. man I I went and saw a midnight show in because, again, people who haven't heard the story, I worked in a bowling alley. Cinema was above it. They let us go at like 
12 o'clock and watch it, which is crazy mm. for a three-hour film. The <laughs> next morning, I already had my tickets booked for the 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. show in the first show in Ibership Stortford with, again, Matt Hyman and some friends. And I remember I saw sitting down at breakfast McDonald's and I'm going, I wonder what it's late. I can't wait to see Gollum. And I was like, <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> And that really made everyone angry. And I was like, oh, you just got to wait. And they're like, is it good? And I was like, well, I wouldn't be here otherwise. <laughs> is it good? <laughs> Dave just yeah. sat there going, <laughs> <laughs> I just had four hours sleep and I'm back at it now. Let's go. And then I, I'm pretty sure I went and watched it a couple of days later, maybe with my brother or something. <laughs> yeah, and I, then wa- I yeah, might watch yeah. it again, actually. I definitely went back and watched it long after it had left the cinema. And I'm, I'm sure it was the extended version. If I'm wrong, and I might be, but I'm pretty yeah. sure I went back to see the extended version at the cinema. Oh, yeah, the extended versions are just. I think. Do you reckon you need to be like proper Lord of the Rings geeks to appreciate the extended versions? Because they are so, they are long. They are long, but just take the Battle of Helm's Deep aside. That's an incredible piece of cinema. Yeah, like it's just great. I mean, I'm going to be controversial now, mate. Go on. There are a couple of bits where the CGI looks a bit wobbly. Mate, this is 20 years ago. I know, I know, I know. I don't think there's any shame of that now. (laughs) But it's not the, it's not the, it's not Helm's Deep, I don't think. I think it's the, a bit right at the start with with, uh, Gandalf and the Balrog. Mm. I think there's a few bits there where I was like, oh, that's a bit shaky these days. Looks a bit green screeny. I still love the shot, the shot where they drop into a big cavern and it slowly gets lighter while... I think that's an amazing shot of that. But uh, yeah. There are some great shots. It's actually it's the bit before that, while Gandalf is still stood on the rock before they drop down. Yeah. Um, before he does, run, you fools. <laughs> like, there yeah. are some bits. There's a, There's bit, a bit when there Legolas, Legolas gets on a horse and it looks yes, mental. Yes, that's, that's really... Sh- that, oh, that's the other bit I was going to say, was, yeah, that doesn't uh, look... He kind of... I think they must have reversed it. Mm. That's how it kind of looks like to me, how they, they got him up there. Um, but there's some pretty cool bits. So, oh, yeah. we both loved the first one. Yes, yeah. And we were going into this, and we were mm-hmm. like, I cannot wait. Had you read the book? Yeah, yeah, years years and years before. I, I had also just finished the book before this. I can't okay. remember the difference between the book and the film. And I read the book when I was probably about 15, 14 really? or 15. Yeah. See, I only read the books because the films were coming out, and they were directed by Peter Jackson. Right. And I thought... I love this man. I'm going to read the books beforehand. Ah, okay. So then going into the first film, I was like, oh, I wonder who's going to play Tom Bombadil. And obviously he's <laughs> not in it. And that's the big hoo-ha in that film. Yeah, yeah. But true. I can't remember if they left anything out of this one. I remember She Loved the Spiders at the end of this book, but not, and it's in the third film. There's bits like that. I think they mention the spider at the end of this book, but you don't actually see the spider, though, do you? They're like, oh, we're going to go up the um, the path. No, no, it's, it's, it doesn't Gollum say like... We could let her do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's kind of yeah. That's, that's but sort in of the wet. in the book that that whole scene of I think um, Frodo getting yeah yeah fucked is um, <laughs> in the in the book. Not literally, people. <laughs> fucked by a spider. <laughs> and then this is well, this is a big sequel. Mm. So what what were you expecting going in, kind of thing? Um. I mean, obviously, I, I knew the story, so I sort of knew what, what to expect. I also, I think I knew by this point that Tom Bombadil wasn't in it, because I think Peter Jackson had already said... Well, he'd, he'd already been like, cut by the first one, so yeah, yeah he's like, yeah. this point so, is having this character that just has no, the ring has no power. I'm like, well, just give it to Tom, and he'll just walk it to them. 
yeah. into so getting rid of Tom Bombadil I was like oh yeah I agree with that and then yeah and so I, I kind of I was ready for this to be darker which it is I was ready for it to be a bit kind of Empire Strikes Backy. Obviously, the like the the bad guys don't really win in this one, but it's it's certainly a lot darker, and the good good guys sort of take a bit of a beating, a bit more mm. than you would expect. I was ready for like oh, the the whole kind of Riders of Rohan stuff. That was the big introduction of like, oh, we're, mm. we're expanding this universe a little bit. We're going to in- introduce uh, Rohan. We're going to mention Gondor a little bit. Um, yeah. See more of that. I've got to be honest. I finished watching this one yesterday and I was like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. Have I got time for the next one? <laughs> I did exactly the same thing. <laughs> I didn't watch the next one, but I could have. <laughs> we can celebrate that next year. Good point. That, that'd be the 20th year anniversary of Return mm. of the King. I've got to watch it before then, though, mate. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> I'm like, I might this, watch it tonight. Do you feel like these are Christmas films? Because they're three years in a row, they're released just before Christmas. I don't. It was like, it was like a tradition. I, I don't feel like they're Christmas films. I more feel like they're birthday films. Because oh, it's that's my birthday, and I feel like, yeah, they're kind of like things I watch around my birthday kind of thing. Because so, they're films that I really like, and... My wife hates. <laughs> How can you hate this film? I I think it's too it's just too far too long for her. <laughs> I've just thought I, I forgot to ask Rich. Mm. What's the synopsis? Oh God! <laughs> Go. I genuinely thought you wouldn't do that to me this time. <laughs> it's like Return of the Jedi. They're all been separated a little bit. And <sighs> okay. Synopsis. The Two Towers, which is an epic movie. I'm not going to do it all. I'll do a little bit. I think you could do it. Okay. Obviously picks off where, picks up where the f- Fellowship left off, almost exactly where the Fellowship left off with Gauda. This is how good this synopsis is going to be. Mm. I can't even say the word Gandalf. <laughs> where Gandalf has said to the Balrog, You shall not pass! Um... Yeah, that's how this kicks off, basically. Yeah. Um, it's a lot darker. Frodo is falling under the influence of the ring a lot more and can see himself in Gollum, who finally arrives. Yeah. And who, yeah, who Frodo begins to kind of have sympathy for because he can see how the ring is beginning to twist him. Um, well... So the Orokai are now on the loose and are raiding through Rohan. The king of Rohan, called Theoden, mm. is uh, has been possessed by uh, oh, what's his name? His name Saruman. is Saruman. I was going to say Christopher Lee for a second. Then been possessed by Christopher Lee. His son has been killed, and his and his uh, his country is being destroyed. Um, Gandalf, we presume, has been killed by the Balrog, but actually he returns as Gandalf the White. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, and then, fine, and then, well, where, where else are we? Oh, the other hobbits. The other hobbits have run off into Fangorn Forest to uh, to evade some orcs who'd captured them. They got them. captured in they the, get in captured the first at the end. They escape and they get off to Fangorn Forest where they meet the Ents. Um, which is kind of weird. Like Treebeard, the Ent, is voiced by Gimli, the guy by Jonathan. What's his name? 
Jonathan Rhys Davis. Jonathan Rhys Davis. I think he said Jonathan Rhys Myers then, but that's a very different person. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Rhys Davis, who's Gim, who plays Gimli. Um, yeah, Gimli and the other two are, <laughs> are do a lot of running in this thing. Gimli's Aragon like, and Legolas. And yeah, Le- yeah. Aragon and Legolas, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. There's a bit where Gimli's like, we've been running for three days with no food and no rest. And I was like, you'd be dead. You'd be dead. Awesome. <laughs> um, to yeah, to they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. So yeah, to try and get catch the hobbits, end up at Rohan. Ferdinand decides to save Rohan by going to Helm's Deep, which is a big crack in a mountain, essentially a fortress, and a big battle ensues. There we go. I've missed out about a million things. There is about a million things. There's yeah, yeah missed Frodo out Faramir, and Fro- I've missed yeah, out Faramir and, and yeah, like yeah, all all the things. I don't think you can <laughs> squeeze it all in though. Like there's so many quotable lines from this one as well. Like all the quotable things from Lord of the Rings I think of are all in this one. Like, really, you shall not pass. Well, that's also in the first one. It's in the first one as well, but it's in this one too. Run, you fools. I was like, that's one of my favourites. Tatoes, potatoes, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Yeah. It's a a, a standard in our house whenever we talk about potatoes. This is Gollum's film, isn't it? This is Andy Serkis. I like, we like it raw and We're all wondering what he was going to look like and how they were going to do it. And then this CGI creation was, and I was like, "Well, we hadn't seen anything really but like." But still, it very Andy Serkis though. It's it's an incredible performance. Now I know because I think when I first watched it, I had no clue who Andy Serkis was. No, I don't really. think people did. To be honest. And now I know who Andy Serkis is, and I look watch it, and I'm like, "Of course, it's very Andy Serkis." Like his he his character comes through in Gollum. Really strongly. Do you think he should have got nominated for an Oscar? Because yeah. they, were, they were going for it quite hard at the I time. I really think they should. I really think he should have done. Um, I think it's an excellent performance. There's a and lot of good performances in this. Mm. A lot of cool moments as well. There's a lot of kind of like Aragon and his kind of love story bit that probably gets me a little bit colder. Oh no, it's so good. <laughs> the Liv Tyler. It is good. Don't this get me is wrong. a dream. Then is it a good dream. Good line, that one. <laughs> uh, she was meant to be in this film a lot more. Did you know that? They had a no, filmed I her. Didn't. They filmed her in Helm's Deep. So she was there for that brutal like ah. weeks and weeks and nights uh, when rain, it was an awful experience apparently. And then they, uh, they cut her from the cut film. Her out. Oh yeah. shit. Uh, and oh, I don't think mate. she was particularly happy about it. The bit honest. where the elves turn up at Helm's Deep, like the bit where they're like they're looking around at everyone, and it's basically kids and old men in their oh, army, and they're it's like brilliantly done. Yeah, we're fucked. And then this whole massive elf army turns up, and they're like, we're saved. <laughs> well, originally it was three hundred men against ten thousand orcs. Yeah, and then I don't know how many elves turn up but it's still but not a huge immortal, number remember so they can know. still die i think it's well yeah but they're supposed to be immortal but they can still die so they're not immortal it's very elves are weird man <laughs> to be fair let's not be around the bush helm's deep mm-hmm. is the, is it the reason this film is as good as it is yeah yeah of course it is of course it is <laughs> Idiot. i mean otherwise it's just a lot of walking about <laughs> that is very true but i love i love the the the, the different storylines i think they're brilliantly cut and edited um I think, I think the actors playing those parts are so good, especially the chemistry between. Mm. It's so rich and so full, like it really is. And the music and the 
and the, the costumes and the, the swords. It's just, it, it completely drops you into that world. Mm. And then you you kind of forget that you're in it. And that, that this is, a lot of people are like, I don't want fantasy or whatever. <laughs> and then you realise it I kind of... challenge anyone to watch the scene where the Ents fuck up Isengard. Yeah. <laughs> and, and be like, I don't like fantasy. I was like, stick that in your pipe and smoke it. That's awesome. <laughs> just arrogant chopping down like orcs mm. one by one. Uh, Bernard Hill as Fearden, whatever yeah, his name is. Fearden, yeah. He is, I forgot how good he is. He's really good. He's he really in this good. Film. What, you, what would you have me do? Ride out. <laughs> oh, it's really good. Um, and then there's Worm Tongue. Um, mm. It's so good. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. And it's this whole two-way battle, but there's Saruman and Sauron and all these, you know, Frodo's over here with Gollum and there's Merry and Pippin with the Ents. A lot of people don't like the Ents because they, they feel like they're a little bit boring. I like which, the Ents. I think the Ents are good comedy. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of good lines there. It's like, everything in old Elvish takes a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like the juxtaposition between the massive ants and the tiny hobbits, and the speed at which they each move. You know, I think that's that's a good thing. And the design of the ants as well, mm. which again, I think they look pretty good. Again, they're they're probably one of the things in this film that hasn't aged brilliantly when Treebeard's walking. Yeah, yeah, but still, I, I'm I'm able to suspend my. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah, my my vision on that one, I think. This is I my favourite yeah. Lord of the Rings film. Oh, me too, me too. I don't think it's going to change it. I just think it's superb. I think it builds on the first. I think it takes a, the first takes a while to get going. It does a lot of yeah. explaining. It does a lot of heavy lifting of this is the world, the rules, the laws. And once you're in, you're, you're in the two towers, you're kind of accustomed to it. Mm. Like especially when they start, they start naming places, and you're like, "Oh, I know that is this, this," and you kind of accept. I just it remembered who else is really good in this: Carl Urban. Oh, Eomer. He's Eomer. brilliant. He's so good in this. Like, <laughs> it just yeah, just there's so many good performances in it. 
That bit <sighs> when they turn up at the end. Look to mm. the east on the third moon, wherever it is. For <laughs> <Yeah>. King! For <laughs> Rohan! Now that part, I'm from my seat, just screaming, Yes! Come on! I like the bit where they, like... They, they, where Wormtongue's saying about like Saruman has always been an ally to Rohan, Oof. and then he throws down the the Urukai's head with like the hand of Saruman on it, the white hand of Saruman. Yeah, yeah. like ooh. ooh. Who can and we the... get to play someone really creepy? We'll get the voice of Chucky. That would, yeah, that would yeah. do it. The guy who was Billy and one who flew over the cuckoo's nest or whatever yeah. it was. That's great casting. <laughs> Even Christopher Lee, because a few weeks ago we watched the terrible Christopher Lee film. We did. But he, I mean, I don't think that was his fault, though. No. You know, I think he knew, <laughs> he realised very early on the movie was terrible and didn't want to be there. <laughs> and in this one, he's the, apparently the only man out of the whole crew that actually met J.R. Tolkien. Like, mm. he, he knows the book so his well. The story is great like real life story i mean like yeah his life yeah is is insane but he was supposed to be in the third one they cut him out didn't they he isn't extended but they cut him out of the of the, the theatrical. theatrical there's yeah. a point when there's a someone's getting an orc's getting stabbed uh and and christopher lee was like that's not how someone sounds when someone's getting stabbed and peter jackson's like how do you know he's like trust me i know <laughs> He was in the essay fucking S. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. <laughs> okay, we're going to do what Christopher says. <laughs> Man. Just getting him in the film like Christopher Lee in a film like this. And then, yeah. obviously, you know, Gandalf has uh, Ian McKellen returning. Now, you read the book. I read the book. So we mm. knew the White Wizard was going to be. Yeah. Were you ever with someone who did know that Gandalf was going to come back? I mean, they kind of ruined it in trailers. They no, I think, if, trailers. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it was a common, it was common knowledge by the time I went. I, I'm, I think I saw it the first time on my own. Oh, really? I think I went on my own to see it the first time, and yeah, and the second time it was a little way. It was a few weeks after it came out, so I don't think um, the girl I went with, yeah, I think she probably knew. I watched the rewatched these with my wife in lockdown because okay. obviously no, we had nothing else. She had never seen them before. She, what? <laughs> well, again, she was one of those fantasy. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. though she loves Harry Potter, I never understood this. Anyway, we sat down because we had nothing else to do, and I made her watch all of these, uh, and she loved them. And she didn't know that Gandalf was going to come back. And she, when he did, it was a big like because when he, she, he died in the first one, he's like, oh, it was all. Very dramatic, but watching it with someone who didn't know anything about Lord of the Rings was quite a magical experience, actually. And she kept asking me questions, and I was like, wait, wait. Just, just watch the film. <laughs> Are we going to get to see him? Wait. <laughs> I do that with my son all the time. <laughs> he can't watch a movie without asking me 15,000 questions. I'm like, if you just watch, it will answer all of your questions. Well, you, you would hope... A good film would answer all yeah, your yeah. questions. Not all films do. Not all films do. No, no, that's some true. live. You're like, what the fuck was that? And not all books do. Harry Potter. <laughs> Is that what you're learning reading through them? I've nearly, I've, I'm nearly finished. I'm, I'm so glad I've nearly finished them. I'm halfway through the last one. And the... are you going to go read Lord of the Rings to your son? Because they're big books. Oh, that's not a bad idea, actually. No, we, we're doing the Roald Dahl books next. Oh, all of them. Yeah. All of them. Well, you're going to be there for a while. Like. How many are they? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think it's about like 10. Really? I, I thought it was always yeah. thought it was more than that. 
I don't know. I think it always Are you going to do like going more. solo and boy? Well. Probably not. Not now. No. Okay. Um, I won't do his his adult books and stuff. Like, but yeah, I'll do the I'll do the kids books. So yeah, yeah. I think like yeah, not all movies and all books explain everything, but no. I think Lord of the Rings does a pretty good job. Yeah. What age do you think is a pro, uh, like appropriate well, for a, I think for I was a about, child? I think I was about 12 when I first read The Hobbit. Mm. And I was about 15, I think, when I read... 14 or 15 when I read The Lord of the Rings. What about the films? When would you show the films? The films. They're quite dark. They are quite dark. Especially this one, I think, is pretty dark. But I don't... I a think lot of death one, in this one. Yeah. But I think saying this that, the pretty dark for adults rather than pretty dark for kids, though, right? Oh, I think there's yeah. more themes that adults go, oh, God, that's scary. Whereas kids would be like, no, the existential worry of death that doesn't really bother me <laughs> i find the dark scary <laughs> you know like or monsters whereas yeah adults but, are like but kids might grab onto like characters like legolas is a really cool character mm. uh, i remember and gimli I think, ki- yeah i think that's what kids would grab is the the bromance between legolas and gimli essentially which is so though. good in this film yeah, those oh, two yeah, together. Yeah. They're one-liners, and they're competition of who can kill. Yeah, he's like, I've got two already. I've got fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> and he can't see over the edge. Yeah, what's happened? Tell me what's happening. <laughs> Would you like me to go get you a step? Toss me. <laughs> it's so really good callbacks as well. Don't tell the elf. <laughs> it's really good. It is really good. <laughs> Are you happy with how it ended? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it it ends making you want the next one. Absolutely. In that point, you're like, this is a year away. Yeah. So, like, what am I going to do for a year? I mean, watch it again. Essentially. And again. And again. And then I, I remember it being criminally overlooked for Oscars, but I think at that point they were like, oh, we'll just give it all to the last one. Yeah, yeah, we'll just get to the last one whereas actually yeah i do think this one is the is better i don't think everyone does no i don't think everyone does as well but this is the one that i think when it came out a lot of a lot of reviewers said it wasn't as good as the fellowship whereas i don't get that the fellowship does a lot of setting up and i think this uh, basically i feel like the the fellowship sets the sets the uh the the pins up this one is about a gut, you know, that that a gutter ball going down, going down. You missing the pins and it not quite being what you want. And the next one just smashes all the pins over. I think it's a, it's a full on trilogy. It's a perfect trilogy. It is a perfect trilogy. And even by the time you get to the third one, again we'll cover it next year more. But you can give the endings, the mm. the tact on. You kind of allow it because you're like, well, look what's come before it. Yeah, they, they pay its dues, kind of thing. Yeah, it does have a lot of endings. I'd love to know if anyone didn't know there was going to be a third one, and they didn't even know there was going to be a second one, so they were disappointed <laughs> at the end of the second one. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck? Come on!" See, normally that would be you. You're the one that doesn't like films that don't have endings. I don't and even yet, like long this films. This is your favourite. <laughs> you don't like long films. You don't like films that don't have proper endings, and, and yet this is your favourite film. This is not only just. <laughs> My favorite Lord of the Rings film. This is probably my top five films ever. Mm, it's, yeah. um, I think I just think it's an incredible piece of work, and to make those two and a half hours, whatever it was, two and a half hours, nearly three hours. It doesn't feel like that. Long. It really doesn't feel that, and I love every character. I don't think any character's a weak link at all. Um, the Helm's Deep at the time, and probably still, 
I hadn't seen a battle like that on my generation of that scale. It just absolutely blew my socks off. Like the the sheer size of it and the scale of it. And when those Urukai are are coming up and they're kind of each doing their own thing. Some of they designed this technology called Massive, I think it was called. Mm. And and normally it it kind of gave each CGI little person a, a brain. So they kind of did what? whatever they wanted and normally in a position like that cgi they all they're all kind of moving the same way yeah yeah so it was so unique i bet it took ages to make that technology (laughs) you say there's no weak link go on i think there is a slight weak link and i think it's frodo really well sam is so good like sean astin's so good in this film Mm. Uh, I don't know. I disagree with you. Obviously, <laughs> I think Frodo's fall from the oh, Frodo from the beginning of the first <laughs> Fellowship to where we are now, I think is great. I get that, and I get what they're trying to do is Frodo's kind of troubled, like fall into the influence of the Ring. Mm. I just think it kind of. I, th- I just think Frodo is put in the shade by Gollum and by Sam. And then um, essentially by everyone, by Faramir. You know, I think all of those are more interesting characters than Frodo is. Uh, Frodo's probably my least favourite character in this in this movie. To be fair, he's, he, and I, this is no insult, he's probably got the least to do. He does have the least to do, yeah. Because he can't just yeah, stumble around under this influence of the ring. Mm, yeah. Uh, and he's not even leading that party. Sam no, is leading Sam is, it. yeah. And, and Sam and, and Gollum are having their your head to heads yeah and then you've got the the two uh other hobbits with the ents you've got the other three being fucked up in helm's deep that massive fee gandalf is somewhere collecting the rohirians whatever they're called mm. and the, yeah and F- frodo's weighed down by the, by the ring but i don't think that's any need to say <sighs> i know what you, i know what you mean i do but i think elijah woods i mean it's not great. a it's not an incredibly weak link, I have to say. It's a pretty strong <laughs> weak link, but for all compared to everyone else. Yeah. Like I just think he's like just not quite as good. But maybe he's not supposed to be. That's the thing. Like But and also I'm maybe that's just my that's just me, because I never liked Luke Skywalker that much. Like Yeah. You know. I always thought Han Solo was much more interesting. Well, he is much more. There's, there's no. <laughs> but Luke's cooler. supposed to be the hero, and the same same here. I think Sam's much more interesting than Frodo is. Yeah, I never like. I never see my. Sounds a bit fucking stupid. I never see myself <laughs> as a leading man. If that, so, I relate more to the Sams. Mm. Uh, I relate quite heavily to the Sam. I'm like, oh, that little man. <laughs> Little those those little hobbits. Being a short gentleman, I was really rooting for those uh, those guys. Yeah, and it's so weird to think this is all like the scenery, all filmed in New Zealand. It's like nothing's to do with America or Hollywood at that point. They all took a risk. Again, re- read Ian Nathan's book on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> It's incredible. I think every time we talk about a movie, we should just be like, just just read Ian Nathan's book about this because he's probably written or one. that person. He's just <laughs> yeah. released one about James Cameron, so go check that out as well. It's going to be great, but that book is really good. It is. It is really good. I mean, talking of things that are really good, <laughs> well, I think I think 
we should probably wrap up now because it's been a really good episode. Yeah. So I good think point. do we need to do our unequal sequel? Do we need to rate this movie? Well, kinda. Uh is it unequal? I think I think it's better think so. than the first one. I think one. it's better than the first one, yeah. So I think it's unequal. But I still think the first one's an incredible film. Absolutely. We won't say if it's better than this third one yet. Actually I've already said it's one of my top five films ever, so <laughs> it's, better it's better than the third, than the third one. one. It's a it's a seven out of seven. It's it's mm-hmm. for me as a sequel goes. It's that where we terminated to aliens. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I, how how no one has brought it up, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Dave. I it's don't know. extraordinary. Maybe maybe they're waiting because maybe they just think it's your best sequel. So well, maybe they're, they're I, it's definitely they're in the running it for you. <laughs> when we get there, this is definitely in the running of that. Yeah. Uh, unless Avatar Two: The Way of the Water. I mean, great. I've heard very mi- mixed things. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard very good things and very not so good things. So who knows? Who we'll knows? find out next week. But we both love this film. And- yeah, yeah. So it's an unequal sequel for me. And again, yeah, it's a seven out of seven. I'd say the first one's a six and a half and the third one's a six and three quarters. And then this is a seven, essentially. Yeah. And we'll <laughs> be doing that one this time next year. Yes. But this one, was, I, can't, I, can't, I can't tell you how much I love it and how much I love making people watch it. I don't think I've made my dad watch it. He'll be grumpy about it, I think. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever seen them, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. These, I think even if you don't like fantasy films, and kind of that kind of sci-fi stuff puts a lot of people off, I think you should still watch this mm, film. Me too. I think me too. The, the sheer scale of it and the, what they put into it, the, female, the filmmakers, Peter Jackson and everyone, the actors, mm. it just makes an extraordinary... It's what cinema's for. The risk with my dad in a three-hour film is that he would fall asleep. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't put him in a cinema. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> have to be someone with a pause button. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And not too late. But, yeah. Anyway. All oh, right. Well, I think it's safe to say that we really enjoy this movie. We think it's amazing. Uh, and talking of you know other things that are amazing uh, if you want to go listen to all of our other ep- amazing episodes then I don't know why I'm pointing I'm sort of pointing backwards I was like what is over there <laughs> uh, to me that's like back to the back to the past back to the future to all the other episodes over there nobody could see that I don't even know why I'm talking about it um, but yeah if you want to go back to listen to all our old episodes you can do that um there are lots and lots of these rambly extra episodes and also almost a full four series now of uh, of interview episodes we've got one interview episode to come after this one after this episode is released and then we've got our christmas special and then we've got our roundup of the year, and then that's it for series four. Well, well, roundup, yeah, and the best of—that's the end. That is yeah, the official yeah, the best end of, of series yeah. Four. The best of is the official end of series four. So not a lot left of series four. Not long to go now. Um, so go back and listen to all our other ones. Hit that auto download button. Hit that. Uh, um, hit that subscribe button. Um, we've got some really big names, you know. I don't want to name drop too much, but uh, I think Sean Walsh is doing pretty well for himself these days. So let's ride on his coattails, shall we? But yeah, go back and listen to the Sean Walsh episode. He's uh, he's brilliant. Um, yeah, we have some really, really great guests. Go back and listen to them. Uh, if you want to tell us what you thought of Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, then get on social media. We are at Unequal Sequel on Twitter, as long as it exists, and Instagram. 
uh, or you can send us an email unequalsequal at hotmail.com if you really really love what we do then you can find more of us on another slice uh, another slice.com forward slash unequal sequel um, where you can pay 2.99 for a monthly subscription and you'll get an extra uh, sequel to our episodes um, and you'll also get some extra bonus content there's some trailer reviews and stuff like that on there for us from us as well so go on and listen to those uh, we understand that it times are tough at the moment so you might not be able to afford to, uh, to pay for those extra bits but if you do want to support us without having to cost yourself any money then click on the little like button click on the five stars click on the heart or the tick tap us out a little rating on apple podcasts or just tell your friends we'd really like that and that way you can support us and help us grow as a podcast especially in new zealand because dave yeah. really wants to go um yeah and that that would be great and we'll love you forever brilliant yeah new zealand we've had a yeah. few downloads so they're, they're coming <laughs> no two another one today oh, oh another one today two two downloads in new zealand it could we're be on our person. way <laughs> but if that one person's listened who's listened twice if you could tell another person yeah yeah pay it forward and then they could tell two people and they could tell two people and suddenly we're massive in new zealand and dave's getting to go on his tour and then i get to go on the hobbit tour and visit weta and then i can tell them how much i love the two towers yes see excellent it's perfect all works out also everyone yeah check out another slice you are they are my favorite people sorry all the rest of you they're brilliant but you, you you're good uh <laughs> i've got nothing else to say next week avatar 2 the way of the water we're finally going to get to talk about that sequel we've been talking about for about well since we started now and mm. we've waited whatever 13 years wherever it is I don't happy even know birthday how. to me well, yes it's going to be interesting <laughs> to be honest we're not quite sure how we're going to feel about that rich how are you going to go and see it by the way i'm going to go full 3d I'm i think i'm going to go 3d having seen the trailer in 3d um at the uh the wakanda forever screening yeah. it was the best thing in 3d so i think it's possibly worth it yeah, I think so too. I might go the full comfy. I might treat myself. So this is my birthday. It's like the, the episode's coming out on my birthday. I think I will treat myself and go full on comfy seats in the posh bit in the gallery. That's uh, a good idea. With, with 3D glasses and IMAX and all the business. And a nice big tub of popcorn. Yeah. Just, right. I get all the noisy snacks just to piss everyone off. Yeah. <laughs> all the nachos. <laughs> I've got nothing else to say. Thank you for listening. Carry on. Rich, you got anything else to say? No, no. Cool. It is a don't get run over from me. Yeah, definitely don't get run over. And a, and a goodbye from him. Stay safe on the old ice and that. Uh, bye! <laughs> See you on the next one. It's bloody Avatar 2. I only forgot how to say goodbye then. <laughs> you start with a G and then you add an O O. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, of all these episodes where I have the same way of saying goodbye, mm. and I almost forgot to do it. What, your Adam Buxton? Yeah, yeah, my, my Adam Buxton tribute goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do it that. for as long as he does. You know, no. he does it for like 12 no! minutes. <laughs> and then the music kicks in. <laughs>